Nice choice of podcast. You obviously know a good thing when it presents itself to you. So, let me just tell you that you can now get new, ultimate cheesy garlic bread from Subway. Your go-to sub smothered between garlicky, melted mozzarella and cheddar goodness. With your exceptional choice-making skills, we know we'll see you soon. Find your nearest store at Subway.com and seize the cheese. Subway, make it what you want. Prices and participation may vary. See in store for details. Oh my God, you're so limber. Don't you just love music? Do you have any Megadeth? Welcome to New Music Saturdays. Myself, Dr. Bones, and the guitarist, everybody wishes they were. Mike Five, what's happening? Good evening, brother. I'm good. I've had a lovely week this week. I've, uh, I was telling you off air about I've been shopping for steampunk clothing for a fancy dress thing for my mate. Uh, and I also appeared um, ran, like, last minute on the Premium Blim radio show, which was good fun. Because um, uh, Stuart's guest pulled out and he said, do you want to come on and talk about stuff? I'm like, yeah. So I've had a good week. How about you? Uh, not too bad. And you know what? I saw that, and uh, I kind of saw it late, so I did, I did the catch-up, so I listened to a little bit uh, on my overnight at work, because yeah. I was like, oh, oh no, like, I mean, I, I usually listen to Stu's show every week, at least a, at least a little bit of it, and yeah. it's all pending on time, because usually I'll catch the rerun, because usually when the show's live, I'm sleeping, because I have work overnights. Yeah, of course. So, yeah. either I try to catch up, but I, um, yeah, so I listened, I listened to a little bit of that. Uh, granted, since it was late, I was moving around doing different stuff, so I didn't catch all of it, but... Now it's been a decent week. Um, uh, like I told you off air, is I, uh, I man, I finished this so quickly. So I went to a local bookstore here, and I was looking for a new rock biography. Like I had a gift certificate, right? So Em and I go Sunday morning. You know, it's a little bit cooler, not a big deal. I got flip flops on. This is important to the story. So I got flip flops on. You know, and I go my way, she goes her way. The bookstore. So it's like ready, break. So we go off. We go start looking for stuff. And I get to the biography second, so like uh, arts and uh, arts and music sort of thing. So I'm looking for biographies, and I'm, I'm seeing some good ones. You know, there's one I had in mind that I wanted to read, and I got. I was like, no, what? I'll put it off till next time, and I'll see there's something else. And I'm looking. There's a lot of good ones, right? And then I see this one. It's like, no way. It's like, when the hell did this come out? And man, it's 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 a biography on Dave Mustaine from Megadeth. I said, this is gonna be a fucking great read. I was so pumped. Man, I had that book finished like a day and a half. <laughs> like <laughs> nice. literally, I plowed through that book. It was amazing. I really loved it. And there's a little bit I'm going to get into later. And something 
he said at a show in Ireland, nonetheless, and didn't realize, and I know kind of like, I got what I excerpt. But the thing that was really cool about that book is it made you understand the songs a lot more because a lot of songs, even though they may sound political, kind of were, but they're also talking about or had uh, or had stuff from his personal life without even even realizing. Oh, cool. Well, uh, for example, is because uh, um, like. You know, of course, like I said, I've been listening to Megadeth all week, right? So I've just been like, jamming and rocking out. So you know, I, th- I think the only, the only one in this one was to do all the way through, uh, or a couple of the older. So that we'll see the newer ones. So like uh, uh, Risk and uh, Euthanasia. So I know I got through most of those, but you know, there, there's certain songs and I like that, and explained how part of those songs were made poppy in order to sell a little bit more. And I was like, wow, I just never thought about that. But he's right. And just, just subtle little things, meaning like dragging out a word a little bit more or just oh, really? just, just something as something simple as that or just, just, just kind of fine-tuning it so it's still metal but not the speed metal you're used to from, from Megadeth. Uh, per example, yeah. is the song Trust, which is the first single off of Euthanasia. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's awesome. There's, there's uh, 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 one song on there and uh, – it was uh, for some reason like I was uh, you know I pull well, I had the had the digital copies and I was looking through the albums and the one thing I was kind of surprised at is uh, since they were digitally remastered you know you hear you hear the the actual bit because man when I was listening to Rust in Peace it's like holy crap like this it almost sounds a little bit more clear with with the grumbling and stuff like that you know yeah. Yeah, nice. So it was pretty badass when you think about it. And the song, so for example, of, of connecting uh, uh, stories to the song, is Holy Wars, the punishment due, the very, very first song in Rust and Peace. That's got to do with what he's in Ireland by accident, not knowing what he's saying, and kind of sparked a little bit of a fight between the Protestants and Catholics. Sure. <laughs> they had to be escorted out of that building in a bulletproof bus. <laughs> Mate, that's, that's not a fight you want to start. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly, right? So... But things he didn't realize. I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later. But he didn't realize. So that's part of what the song's about. Was it just about uh, the whole thing? And unfortunately, one song he won't play anymore, just because he was a, he's a born again Christian. So there's some songs he won't uh, he wrote in the past he won't play, and that's one of them. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. that, that's how he finally kind of get out. He was in now rehab 18 times. Bloody hell! Give or take, lot, yeah. exactly. But just like I said, this is this is some cool stories and like. And the one thing to know, man, the guy holds three different black belts for for uh, um, karate and like, kickboxing. You know, I love stories like that. It's like how Bruce Dickinson's a pilot. I just think yeah. it's just <laughs> exactly <laughs> you get to right. Get point where you're like, I've made loads of money being a rock star. What shall I do next? I'll become a pilot. I'll go and get three black belts. It's just, oh, it's amazing. Yeah. You know? well, well, the thing is, Dave Mustaine had do it, had done karate earlier on in life and just kind of kind of carried it on a little bit, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, but either way, really cool book. I said the other, the other part I'll get into a little bit later because we got a lot of good music tonight. And uh, yeah, but yeah, that is a fantastic read. That's definitely recommended, man. Bones recommends because like, and I would have loved to have seen him uh, to get a book signed by him, you know, like, and oh, I'll dump a little, I'll, I'll dump a little dirt uh, of what happened. This is straight from the book. And uh, this is about uh, his uh, somewhat problems with Metallica. And we all know my thing of Metallica. As far as I'm concerned, they were they were they were dead after injustice for all. <laughs> like, <laughs> see, I, I I've never agreed with that because for me, S and M the live album was the best thing they've ever done. I also really like Load and Reload. Garage Inc. Obviously, is old recordings, but released later. I love that. The Black Album. Like, I'm, I'm just Load and Reload. Really? really? really you, you, you think Load and Reload are quality albums? Are you out of your? No, right. 
Okay. No, but right. I mean, I'm not, no, there's some great tunes. Ain't <laughs> my bitch is a brilliant tune, and I don't think anyone can deny that. It's just fantastic, proper. But I get it. I get why people don't like it as much. Pro- as it's proper great. poppy rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> proper poppy rock. But it's not. It's, it's, it's a class riff, and that. It's a great tune. His voice is better. Um, but yeah, it is. It's, 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 it's less thrash. Obviously, it's not like merely, but. I don't know, man. I do, I do like those albums, but I, you know, I, I go as far as to anger, and then I just I, I, I tune out. I don't get it, um, and yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not convinced many people really like that. But a lot of people then went, "Oh, Death Magnetic." They all came back to how it was in their old school. And I'm like, to be honest, it's not because what Death Magnetic is for me is loads of riffs thrown together, and someone's gone, "Let's put another riff there," and it's like, "Where's the song? Where's the you know?" Whereas at least even if you go to Load and Reload, you don't like them, you can understand there's a song there. And I get, you know, songwriting is songwriting, whether it's, you know, stylistically you approve or not. There's some proper tunes in there. They lost it after that, as far as I can work out. But you know what? People say that about Green Day and all sorts of other bands and all the rest of it, and everyone's got their mark in the sound where it was right for I mean, we could be in that all day, and and Green Day is just another different story for me. But we're not going to worry about that right now. We we will get to the music, and I, you know what? For me, Obviously, the Black album was a solid album. Loaded Reload, as far as you can turn, personal opinion, I'm not going to get flack for this as well, but it's some of the cheesiest, poppiest garbage rock I've heard in my effing life. <laughs> and then coming back and doing St. Anger was way too little, way too late. I mean, you can't, after doing those albums, you can't recapture the goal of coming back. It's like, uh, it, it, uh, okay. Anyways, so I'm going to stop talking here because let's get some, in, uh, some kick-ass indie music. So, First one up is a band called Sokira, which is awesome because Mitch has messaged us after and they said, you know, sorry that we gave you our single that's already two months old. So we saw you guys again. So here's our brand new single. So here's the brand new single by Sokira, song called House of Sin. Dig this. What a good way to start, right? Babe, love it. <laughs>
Right on. That was Soul Cura with House of Sin. And as I was just telling Mike off air, when I saw him, they, 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 the message from them, like a new song, it's like, oh, awesome. I heard that. It's like, okay, this is our starter. This is going to kick off NMS. And what a rocking tune this one is, man. Just because it, it just... I just I don't really know where to start to be honest with you. Like I love the vocals. I mean, it just it flowed really well. I mean, the 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 different the uh, quite a few chord changes, which was cool, and that's hard to pull off. You know, it's not the easiest thing to do. I mean, everybody does chord changes, obviously, but at the length, not necessarily like the kind of speed they're going out. That's what makes it more challenging, and to make it fit right, that's a hard thing to do. And man, they did that very well, and that's what I really liked about the song. And that alone, that that just that we'll call that. Part of the art form remind me of another band that did it very well, which is the Mars Volta. Oh yeah! And another band <laughs> that did it on their on their album Evolver was a band called Three Eleven on their song called Creatures for a While. Yeah, about eight different chord changes in like less than a minute. Like, but bad, yeah. bad as hell. It's a great album. I I do like Three Eleven, but with me, Three Eleven dropped off at a certain point too. So pretty much after Evolver is like. Uh, uh. <laughs> 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 what you think, Max. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you really feel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I love that shit. I mean, yeah, that was, that was, I love, uh, you're right, there's, there's quite a lot of complexity in there, and yeah, it feels like such a, you know, brilliantly simple tune in many ways, and I, I really love that. Uh, for me, it's got that real, um, you know, new wave of classic rock, stoner rock, kind of, yeah. you know, re- really riffy, in your face, lots of sing-along bits, um, proper cool track that I really, really, really enjoy that sort of stuff, as, as you know. Yeah. <laughs> class, that was really, really cool. I enjoyed that a lot, mate. Oh, it was, I was funny because Noah's, we were just laughing about it, and I, I, I looked, looked over to Em, and, and at first the, the, the face was kind of like, like, Really? Then like a progressively bigger smile, like thing. <laughs> that was funny, but you're an idiot, you know. <laughs> she won't, she won't come out and say it, but the face says it all, right? So definitely. <laughs> but, he's, but he's my idiot, <laughs> so, right? So <laughs> outstanding. Okay. So next up, this band, I'm pretty sure was the one that I saw you comment on. And they have a, right. they have a Facebook page, but no Twitter as far as I can find. I mean, I, I like their Facebook page, but I couldn't find a Twitter, so I don't think I have one. But it's a band called Senza, and I'm pretty sure it was on the the uh, Bandcamp free download. Oh yeah, nice. So yeah. I listened to the album, and it's pretty badass, man. So this is a song off that album called Tunnel Vision. So here's Senza with Tunnel Vision. Dig this.
Right on. That was Senza with Tunnel Vision. Uh, very tripped out and kind of just built up to that heavy end. And that's why I really like that song. This is the first track on their album. So the first one I listened to. But man, I wanted this song because I just love the, the build up, but the, literally the slow build up really kicked ass. Very kind of, kind of, uh, it's kind of shoegaze ish. Green <clears throat> pop mix with some like a heavy industrial. So, but man, great tune in the last, really dug the tune, it's a good album. Hey, sh- Yeah, that's very cool, man. Yeah, I do love the, uh, <laughs> I do love the, um, the kind of dark, trippy, heavy, like you say, it builds up to that big end, yeah. you know, oh, come on, it's Sorry. gritty and it's lovely. Yeah, that's a very cool tune, man. Try spoil that. Oh, hang on. We've got, we've got a dog's going off in the background. But yeah, anyway, probably a good team. I can't remember where I came across that. But um, did, uh, did very much enjoy it. And Dr. Bain's for anyone listening, has, has wandered off to sort the dog out. So I'm here talking to you all. Sorry. Let's talk about something fun. What did you do today? Sorry, sorry. Right, you know, exactly me. No, my, my apologies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's all get away. I'm not going to bounce Okay, okay. Sorry, guys. I'm Okay, all three of you, lie down, I don't want to hear it, guys, I'm sorry, I apologize, three dogs, two cats, we got a full house, and M. Louis stepped out for a little bit, so I don't have her help right now, and we don't need it, but these guys are being a little loud, so that should be it, and I apologize, back to the music, oh man, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry guys, I just, I know stuff happens once in a while, but I do apologize, <laughs> it's so, all good mate, it's like that time my cat wandered across the keyboard and cut me off, <laughs> <laughs> That was a good episode. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, dear. But we got some more good stuff coming up here. Uh, we have uh, the new one uh, by uh, uh, Johnny Stranger again. So, P.S. for Pompeii. We got Lady Macbeth coming up by Drama Love. And, uh, man, I just... Uh, a few more things about the Dave Mustaine book is uh, he... When they, they had got going and they went to New Jersey... And uh, that's where uh, they were going to start getting their stuff, like, pushed around, like, demos and stuff like that. But apparently, uh, uh, Lars and James had already been thinking about giving him the boot. And they were, they were already talking to Kirk Hammett from Exodus. All right. And that's where Cliff Byrne came from. Cliff Byrne came from Exodus as well. So, ah, that's right. I never knew that. Yeah, so uh, they both came from the same band. But it was it was cool because, you know, uh, obviously uh, – uh, Dave Mustaine was uh, friends with uh, friends with uh, um, Cliff Burn as well, and he still you know remembers just like most men sure do when they got the call when they got a call saying that Cliff had passed away because they just of, of a freak buck, bus accident that hit a black patch of ice, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, what are the odds that you know that's going to happen? Because he literally got thrown from the bus, unfortunately. And right out the window, and the bus landed on him. Unfortunately, it just it was a sad and pretty pretty yeah, it was pretty sad. But it happens. But because of that, oh, I mean not because of that. Before that, he and Davis Stain were friends too, so he never really had problems. And it always seemed to be Lars and James were always the, the potential problems to the, to the band and to his kind of band existence for at least for a little bit. Because you know back then, young, destructive, angry, the whole thing, right? Yeah, that's it. Man. That's it. Guess that's kind of what it's all about sometimes. Yeah. Now, literally, most books I've read have literally been sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Like, literally, yeah. right, right to a T. So, 
Anyways, so moving on, uh, we got some more good tunes coming up. Next up is a band called Drama Love, which we played a couple weeks ago, and I believe today was the official release of this single. So uh, they said uh, that we could play it when we did, but they were going to do too much promotion just because it doesn't officially be released. I'm pretty sure it's today, or so not today, yesterday on the 7th, so on Friday. So this is Drama Love with Lady Macbeth. Dig this.
Right on. That was Drama Love with Lady Macbeth. And you know, this one, I'm not sure if I said it last time, but it kind of reminded me of My Chemical Romance with their own like oh, yeah, no. kind of yeah, heavy, yeah. heavy twist on it. But man, it was a great song. I, I really love the kind of, say, a gothic industrial uh, <coughs> metal kind of sound to it, man. It was a pretty badass tune. That's cool. It actually reminded me of Muse, um, but kind of, I thought it was, I'm not a massive Muse. I, I really, really like Muse's first album. Um, I don't think I've said to you before, I, I told Matt Bellamy that once on a train, and he was really offended that I didn't like his second album. But that's not what I meant. Just, <laughs> anyway, he didn't like me, he thought I was a dick. But um, this, this, this has got that kind of, by, it reminds me of Muse, what I mean is it's that kind of modern heavy prog rock, which is kind of the, you know, what Muse sort of really where they found their niche i think um and it's 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 catchy and could be popular enough that you could get into that quite easily even if you weren't really into like really proggy stuff but it's proggy and interesting and heavy and dirty enough that if you're a real kind of rock and roll fan and you really enjoy it and i really like that i actually think this is better than muse uh, in a lot of ways but yeah it's very cool man that's a very cool track i love that one you know what right now i when when he's when uh no i know we said we said it quite a bit already but uh, with the way you said rock and roll, I kind of want to have that clip of Ozzy going, rock and roll! <laughs> <laughs> rock and roll! Oh, yeah, exactly. So I, I would love to have that clip of Ozzy right now. Um, and just before we get to our next song, too, uh, I, I, I saw this on Twitter, and like I retweeted and I commented, I was like, like this, is, this is awesome. So, not sure if it's happened yet, but according to Gina from Hands of Blue, she said, if everything goes well, they should have um, vocals recorded down for a new song this weekend. Woohoo! So, fingers crossed that that comes soon because I can't wait to hear it and that's pretty much what I put. I said, I am like super pumped. I can't wait to hear the new track. Oh, man. That's one of those where we've just been sitting here going, is it ready yet? Yeah. Is it ready yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? You know, and and, yeah. the, and the, the, the you know the 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 funny th- oh well, the funny thing was it's not really funny at all obviously but just <laughs> I'm gonna say I wasn't sure how to word it uh, how man my talking day has been horrible even in the video in the promo video it was like well I'll die he was like I'll die he was like all day excuse me, I don't know for some reason I kind of slipped in somewhat of an Australian accent I have no idea why but anyways point point being is uh. Um, yeah, so hopefully, fingers crossed, that song's recorded, and uh, we'll hear it soon. Because the last song we heard uh, was uh, "Wearing Wearing the Moonlight," which is a great tune. Yeah, but that was not was it about maybe six months to a year uh, after after Cosmic Lullaby came out. Ah, uh, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I lose track, mate. Because I lose track. By the time I've caught up, Wild Horse to be thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, on that, uh, on a completely unrelated note, uh, Stuart's uh, just messaged to say he's tuning in. So, hello, Stuart and Pebbles uh, from the Premium Blend Radio Show. Apparently, Pebbles said that sounded a bit like Muse as well. So, there you go. It's not. It's not just. It's nice to know I'm not the only one making this up as I go along. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's it's a lot more fun that way because something happens and like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I do. Remember, what was the really obscure reference? It was a couple of months ago. I'll think about it during the next. There was something really obscure. And I just remember looking at your face and you're going, "Where's he going with this one?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually I have a good idea of, of what what you're up to. You know, like <laughs> so, and, and just because I know you so well. And but uh, yeah, I, I I don't remember what it was either. But 
I'm kind of trying to think back because uh, obviously you, you, you kind of like made me think, what are you up to? What are you doing? <laughs> I remember what it was, but you were just there. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Like, what's, new, what's in your face? And I'm, I'm trying to catch up my own because I speak faster than I think. So I'm trying to catch up with my own thing. And you're looking at that. Oh, it's just whatever it was. I'm not sure who worked out at the end or not, but it was great fun. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Thanks, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what, what do we have for Johnny? <laughs> so, um,. <laughs> Next, next up is brand new Johnny Stranger. P is for Pompeii. Dig this.
Right on. Johnny Stranger with P is for Pompeii, man. And this is one of my new favorite tunes. And I was so pumped when it came out. And uh, I know it's a new couple weeks ago, but man, this is a fantastic tune. And I can't wait for that album. And uh, <clears throat> I got a chance. I uh, wasn't Peter. I thought it was Peter, but ended up being Maddie. <laughs> As in Maddie and Peter Polaris Rose. And I know I was like, hey, Pete, what's going on? And I said, uh, I know I just bought the new single. Can I play it on NMS? And, and she's like, oh, sure. He's like, wait a minute. That's not Pete. And then I see you blow it. By the way, it's Maddie. He's like, I knew it just by the writing. <laughs> so I chatted with her for a little bit. So they're obviously, they're both doing really well. And Pete's rocking now because this band has been a hiatus for 10 years. So almost kind of like prep boy. Nice. So and, and just, exactly right, and they're 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 back at it and just kicking some ass because that is a, such a great heavy catchy tune, you know, and I, and I just love this tune because I can't wait to hear more, and uh, that that that's uh, that's a kind of hint at you, Pete, that uh, you're gonna get have to get yourself on the show at some point here, buddy. So we'll we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so <right? laughs> I tell you what, though, if if they've been on hiatus for ten years, I don't feel so bad about spending two years recording an album and still haven't re- having not released it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel too bad about that anymore, <clears throat> knowing that it could be ten. Um, I love that tune. I, I think in the same way that um, P is for uh, Pompeii, is that the name of the yes. track? Yeah, P, in the same way that P is for Pompeii, P is also for Pterodactyl, and P is also for fucking awesome. Yeah. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I just think it's a brilliant track. It reminds me of the Vines and the Raconteurs and and almost like a kind of um uh, almost slightly slightly food fighters but a bit kind of dirtier do you know what i mean yeah in places but yeah there's a whole load of that kind of thing going on where it's kind of a bit grungy and a bit filthy and a bit um it's nice the tonality is really good i don't know if they've done octaves on the two guitars or just double track them or whatever but yeah that sounds fit actually and proper well-rounded but great track loving that I'm in the zone tonight, man. I'm having a lovely time. <laughs> right on, man. We got some uh, more good tracks to go here. So next up, we have a new one by a band called Age of Days, uh, courtesy of Curtain Call Records, who oh, nice. has sent us a lot of great stuff in the past uh, six months to a year or so. It's been awesome. So a big shout to Curtain Call Records. So here's a band called Age of Days, and the song's called Nerve. Dig this.
And all of the scars The damage you did Didn't tear me apart So just do your work days with nerve and what i caught right away was uh, uh influenced by the band filter who i don't think are really playing anymore but if you remember at one point uh the drummer from filter played for pumpkins yeah man. and that was that wasn't it wasn't a huge stint but either way um yeah it reminded me that uh just uh um musically and just at the beginning so not, not all throughout the song and the vocals were, were pretty cool and a, a little different. Um, trying to think the best way to phrase it, and, and different in a good way. So this is this is not this is not putting them in a bad light. I'm just trying to think of how I want to de- describe them because it just had a lot of power to it. But this the trippiness uh, and the originality of it is is what really stood out for me. Yeah, I definitely agree. I can't remember. It would come back to me later. The, um... The bloke's name in filter is Richard something. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I love that. I thought that was a very cool track. Uh, I definitely, once you pointed that out, I was like, oh, yeah. But um, interestingly to me, the beginning of that reminded me more of like Aha and stuff from the 80s. And then it, like, I like the fact that it kind of went, you know, a bit rocky and dirty. And I said, uh, I said off there, he's like, his voice actually reminds me of that bloke from Puddle of Mud, um, which is quite a cool thing because I always thought he had a good voice. Oh. But um, yeah, I like that track. It's cool. I like the, I like the fact that it's kind of grungy. Well, grunge, post grunge, whatever you want to call it, I don't know, but it's it's cool, man. There's some cool stuff going on in that. Um, that's a, that's a decent song. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Oh, I, I, Good bass line as well. You know, I gotta try to remember that that Paul Mudsinger's name because I just that's I don't want to Google it. It's gonna, it's gonna kill me because I I know I should know it, and I know his his name was a unisex name. So that that's 100. percent I can't remember what it is right now, but. Uh, no one tweet it. I want to remember this without having to Google it because I should know this. I'm, I'm not like I, I'm not. You know, I was never a huge fan of the band, but I do know at least his name, and it's going to bother me right now. So I'm going to think of it. So while we're doing that, we're going <laughs> to put up another great track. Uh, this is uh, another a new one by our good friend Ugo Chill. This one's called Familiar. Dig this.
right on. Ugo Chill with Familiar. Now, man, this was a a, a great song, and I, I loved I loved the, the 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 finishing to it, man. Like some some good souls in there, and like yeah, you, with this guy, you know, we we he just started saying this stuff recently, which is cool, but. His stuff has been so interesting because there, there, there's this, there's a lot of depth to it, and you're not really sure which way he's going to go next, you know. And that's what's cool. Yeah. That's what I love about this artist. And then when he said new song, and Sandy's like, "Amazing, please, you know, like we want to hear it." So, but yeah, that, that this uh, this guy just it, it's it's always tripped out and messed up, and it just like messed up in a good way. And I don't mean this in a bad way. I just mean the direction he goes in. It, it's kind of up, down, left, right sort of thing, but it works. He makes it work, and it sounds crazy, like, amazing. Like, it just, yeah, always, always uh, very impressed by by, uh, by Ugo Chill. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. I really, really love, for me, the the way that the um, piano and the guitar kind of play off of each other and the way that it feels quite... You know, ah, oh, this is kind of this is happening, and it's a bit, and it builds up, and then you got this little guitar solo that just rips through. It. it sounds like a fun-loving criminal's guitar solo, you know. It's you know something off of Welcome to Poppies and that sort of thing. It's just like, wow, where did that come from? And then it's you know, a bit chill and a bit trippy, and then there's another bit, and you're like, oh, come on! But it's just, it's great. I really, really love it. I get really excited about it. You know, when he sent this through, I was like, oh, yes, come on! <laughs> um, it's just, it's exciting and it's different. It's interesting. And I love that, you know, and you can't kind of go, Oh, that's this. That's the, you know, it's, it's not. Punk. Oh, it's you not ask me, I believe. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it, it is. Ugo Chill, that's, that's what it is. But yeah, he's cool. He's, he's cool. Guy. I'm assuming he's a guy. I don't know actually, but um, oh, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very, very cool music. Um, I, sh- I said I'd uh, just give a little shout out as well. Um, if you remember, we played a band called Severance on the show once or twice yes. before. It's, where, it's been a while, but yes. Yeah. Yeah, we played with them at least once, and Michael James was the bass player, who's also um, the kind of lead guy, uh, the guitarist and the singer in Shotgun 21. Um, anyway, he's, he's left uh, Severance, um, not not for any bad reason, he just, right. he's got loads of projects, he's doing loads of stuff, and Shotgun 21, I guess, is a big focus, and obviously he has a life and job and all the rest of it as well. So, uh, I said I'd give a little shout out, if you happen to be in my part of the world, if you happen to be in the UK, kind of, I guess, in the southeast, uh, Sussex, West Sussex, um, I think they're from specifically near Crawley, I think. Uh, if, you, if you're in that sort of area and you play bass and you want to join a cool metal band that happened to do uh, one of the best Guns N' Roses covers I've ever heard live, um, you should definitely uh, go and check that out. It's a band called Severance. So, uh, you know, who knows who's listening and where they are, but a uh, bit of a shout-out. Um, you know, they're looking for a bass player. And I said I'd, uh, I'd, said I'd let people know. So that's my job done. I've kept the faith. Uh-huh. Well, you know, speaking of which, um, Oceans on Mars, they messaged yeah. me because they have a show in Manchester, I believe, tonight. And they said, you and I should come down. I said, well, you know, I said, realistically, so I mean, I'm in Canada, so I can't. So I was, Mike might be able to. I mean, I wasn't promising for you, obviously. Just, But I said, I said, well, Kim and I will be up on the 7th. So what they're trying to do is they have a show on the 7th. Oh, nice. So if we, we might come in on the 6th instead because we're going to book our flight probably tomorrow. Okay, cool. Oh, you so, need to let me know when that is. Yeah, so we're going to book a flight tomorrow because the prices are starting to climb up a little bit, so we want to get well, it's still kind of relatively cheap. So, yep. um, so we'll we'll do that. But I think we might leave on the sixth so we can so we can get so we can get to Brighton on the seventh because it's it's going to be the flight's going to be late at night. So it's probably going to be like a, probably going to be like a ten o'clock flight, right? So it'll probably be in. Anyways, point being because of that, um, um, we can potentially get to that show because I was talking with uh, their singer on Instagram. 
And he said, okay, well, I'll talk to the promoters. Like, promoters, would this be good because he wants to hang out with us? Cause, and I said, I mean, that would be a great night, right? So it'd be yeah, yeah, cool. Now we could get a night where just tell him so it would be like, uh, well, hopefully four of us. So yourself and Kate and uh, myself and them, right? So we're yeah, gonna, nice. <clears throat> I'll try to get that uh, situated and done and a few more people will see as well. So um, next up, oh, I, is the album out yet or is it come out in the next few days? Uh, the new Des McCallum album. Up and away. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. It was either out on Friday or it might come out this Friday. I think it was Friday. I think that's another one uh, that was a June 7th. And I am I apologize, Dennis. I'm going to have to have to Twitter and uh, check it out. <laughs> but uh, just because I should have this stuff written down. And normally I get my notes down. But it was a bit of a long day. So I just I appreciate uh, that. Oh, wait. No one of you, mate. No one will ever know. Oh, please. <laughs> 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 never know that we don't really know what we're talking about. Um, whenever it's out, it's brilliant. Anyway, yes, it's, it's, it's a fantastic album. And this uh, is a great track from that album as well. So this is Dennis McCalmont, one of our favorite uh, singers from Ireland. This one's called Gemini. Dig this.
Kelmo with Gemini off his brand new album, which is out now. I just double checked on his Facebook called Then and Now, and it it is it is a great album. So uh, please don't be shy and go pick it up. But he always gives us a, a, a acoustic kind of folk gold, like really. I mean, he's got a great voice, and uh, just every song, I just I just loves the, the flow to it. It's got such a good story. He's a very good storyteller, and hands down, he is. And and I uh, just, just love the way the song fully shine because they are different. They're not all, they're similar, but, you know, they're not kind of, they're kind of, well, to me, they seem like they're following a pattern, but not. So they're kind of follow, 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 kind of jag it up and down or kind of, you know, off Kamikaze a little bit and come back around. But it, it's a, it's a, it works and it sounds great. Yeah, I definitely agree. Is he an Irish guy? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can kind of, uh, I, I kind of feel that. I mean, that, as you know, I, I love Ireland and it's um, my, my family's home country, so I'm a big fan already just from <laughs> being there. But, but you're right, because there's something in that, because um, I think the, the, the Irish, the traditional kind of Irish folk style is very um, plain storytelling with kind of really catchy, beautiful music. And, you know, whether you like kind of folk music generally, Irish folk music or not, it's one of those where Irish folk music in particular, you can't help but, even if you think, oh God, I'm so sick of this, you know, like, I remember being a kid and sitting in my um, granddad's car and he'd be playing stuff like, oh God, you know, whereas I'd want to probably listen to Nirvana or whatever. Right. But actually, it's so catchy, you can't help but love it. And you know, as an adult, you grow to appreciate the musicality in it. But, um, He's got that whole style brought up to a modern kind of pop folk rock thing as opposed to traditional Irish thing. But he's definitely, you can tell he's Irish just by the, the roots and the storytelling and the song and, and, and that kind of um, very plain speaking style, which I absolutely love. Um, I think he's brilliant. I think he's really good. I'm glad the album's out because I wasn't sure whether it was out or not. <laughs> Now and it's great, kids. Go by. Um, yeah, it's top quality. He's a good, good lad, Desmond. Uh, Desmond, I, I like him. Right on. So next up, we have uh, another new one by Lemonade Kid off the, the the single Odd Man Out. So this is called All Right, Lemonade Kid. Take this. <laughs>
on lemonade kid with all right and another great mix man what can you say about lemonade kid like you just the the, the talent this, this guy has is it, just it's fantastic and then and just the people he chooses to mix stuff with and do remixes and that sort of thing he always seems to kind of kind of get the the the, the, the best people to create with him they kind of bounce off him uh, uh, exactly how he wants it each time it seems like yeah i totally agree i think it's do you know what? Um, was it? Uh, what was that song? Was it Kelly's? My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> I think. I think there was a slight error there. I think it should be my lemonade kid brings all the boys to the yard because basically, where am I going with this? Uh, I don't know. Put a lemonade kid tune on. Everyone wants to come and listen to it because it's so fucking chilled out, funky, cool. I'm having a lovely time, mate. And he's just a. He's a brilliant guy. I absolutely love him. Um, and his music is just awesome like there's stuff he puts out where it's like oh that is so you know chemical brothers surrender era in your face you know i could be taking pills but equally i could be just having a glass of lemonade or whatever. <laughs> and, and there's stuff like this that he puts out and it's just so i don't know there's something about the the the, the, the 
synths he uses and the tonality of it all it's just it, it's a ballad it's beautiful and it's chilled out and it's you know it could be on a train spotting soundtrack but it would equally be on love actually do you know what i mean it's that's yeah. what i'm getting with this it's kind of it's it just really versatile beautiful music basically i actually love the guy i think he's a legend and i know those were all very very valid, valid points if you followed that then yeah you know, yeah, we, we, sure, sure. But I, I had a point. I promise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, please. Like, <laughs> uh, like, like it's a questionable phrasing, and some sometimes use the side tracks, but they always, they always give the the six degrees of separation. Sometimes. Oh less. yeah, I don't need to explain it to you. Oh it's no, no, of course not. Trying to it. Oh please. <laughs> <laughs> so next up, um, I I, uh, I decided on on uh, the still the world is, is keeping right now. So next up is brand new Jokesta. Off rehearsal recordings. This one's called Where the Lonely Waters Flow. Dig this.
Jokesta with Where the Lonely Waters Flow off rehearsal recordings. I like this one because it was a little bit more mellow, but at the same time, too, it still had that Jokesta edge to it, you know, so it's still kind of rock, but, you know, um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. Almost almost like a, almost like a Creedence Clearwater, actually. Mmm. Oh, you'll love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I tell you with that, and that whole scene, it's just... I've been listening to this album quite a lot over the last couple of weeks, and it just, I think it still surprises me, even though he told us quite explicitly that it's basically recorded on, I think, two mic, two Zoom mics yeah. in the recording, yeah, in a rehearsal studio, and then obviously put the vocals on because they, they, you know, they wouldn't come out properly anyway, but he's put the vocals on over the top. But you just think that is really, really shit hot because it is really raw and it's got that energy and that live feel and yeah it's they must have played it really well does that mean like it never goes that well when you play stuff so god knows how many takes it took maybe they're just really well they are really talented but it's yeah it's brilliant there's there's something about that that's really quite special and i really like that and we're playing um the Sussex Music Festival with them uh, yep. in just under a month. I think it's the 6th of July, the Sussex Music Festival. So again, oh, if you're wow. uh, in my sort of neck of the woods, it's a sort of, I suppose, slightly smaller than the last couple of years um, kind of uh, vibe because they're sort of building up to a much bigger one next year. But uh, yeah, it's a cool, it's a free entry thing. There's uh, 10 or so really good bands. I think the full line has just been announced. Uh, some t-shirts and stuff are out and all the rest of it. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a really good one. We're really happy to be back um, playing it, but I'm looking forward to seeing Juxta because, you know, since the last time I saw them, they've really come together and oh, matured yeah. as a band. You can really hear that in this recording. It, it really is something quite fantastic, I think. And just so people know that uh, the Sussex Music Festival is put together by Sabrina and Aiden Leach. Yes, and it's all in aid of, I can't remember which charity it is or which, um, it's usually in aid of a charity. I think actually in this, it's, it, because it's being held at a primary school, I think this year, I think it's the funds going to that, but they've done it over the years for British Heart Foundation, right. cancerous and natural local hospice and various other things. But yeah, Serena Aid and Leach, really, really good local uh, festival, just, you know, supporting um, and putting to the forefront, um, you know, local bands and getting people involved. But it is a proper festival. Like I talk about some of the stuff that I run like, off the record, which is a sort of you know one day festival thing. But you know, Sussex Music Festival is it's it's all put together. You know, I do mine in bars and stuff, and there's already all that stuff sorted out. They they've made their own bar out of pallets for this year. They had you know stalls with ice creams and bouncy castles and all this kind of you know kid friendly, family friendly, but adult friendly as well. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, drinks and champagne bars for the adults and bouncy castles for everyone. But um, you know, it's it's quite incredible what they put in. It really is. You know, if you go to any proper festival, it's no different to the Sussex Music Festival. I mean, obviously, it's scaled down, but um, it's it's insane the work they put in, and they're they're really good people. Right on, man. Well, next up, before we do our next song, we're gonna take a break here and do uh, stories of the gym. So this happened last Ooh. Sunday, <clears throat> and what you can't hear, I'll fill in the holes. I but, can't get the answer to that. On- uh, three of my watch uh, activated when I talk to it. Well, I was going to talk to my watch. Anyways, so this is about my neighbor. This is, this is more of an homage to him, who is a, uh, is a great guy. He's always across the street from me. And he just doesn't do things conventionally and properly. Sometimes sometimes it's funny. So yesterday, or not yesterday, sorry, last week, uh, um, in, in our house, uh, uh, the living room was right up front. So you can look over at the window. And Nam looks at the window and she goes, see what's in the back of Jim's truck? Is that even secured? And, and, and it looks like, 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 a, like a locker. 
I said, you know what? I'm going to go and check it out. And uh, this is uh, this is what happened. So have a listen here. What's going on, Jimmy? Uh, how are you? Got going on back here in the truck this time because we saw you pull in. You're like wondering what the hell he had in there. Like, what uh, the actual fuck is that? <laughs> most of it's tin, uh, oh, correct, fencing. Okay, and uh, there's uh, three lawn tables, so to speak, with uh, circular glass. Okay, are you gonna reuse the glass then, or uh, somebody else is gonna reuse Okay, good, the glass. good. Right so I'm just gonna transporting. Take the uh, tables themselves to the scrapyard. Here. Zooming from this big then? Those two were linked together up in there. Well, I was worrying about the, about the, the cabinets, the kind of shift, how much it would be shifting on your angle, so. Well. Eventually, it would have come right up and boom, boom. Out of would the would it bounce back up because of the fencing, or? Well, it would have laid. Okay. And bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Okay, it would have gotcha. Been hitting into here, and on a turn, it could possibly just fall right out. <laughs> that, that, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> no. So I, I'm glad it stayed on the lean that it was. I got the rest of the way home. At least didn't have too, too far to go, we still had it, so it's still a bit of a hike going. Alright, well, we kind of got cut off there by uh, by a lawnmower, but uh, that's the, if you caught that, that Jimmy's story, and I'm kind of sitting there like, thinking, like, oh my god, like I said, like, Jimmy, what the actual fuck do you have going on here? And he has storage lockers, and I'll, 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 I'll actually, you know what, I just, I just uh, uh, put up a tweet, I said, hashtag uh, uh, stories with Jimmy. And I'll uh, I'll comment on them and put the, the pictures up uh, from what he had in his truck. It was pretty funny. So he is my neighbor, and he's a great guy. And uh, what I'm going to try to get him to do is make an intro for us and uh, give me a different story each week, which he has tons of, let me tell you. So, um, <laughs> so. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. So here. I just actually these two pictures uh, that I just tweeted. I commented on my own on my own, uh, on my own uh, uh, um, tweet, and this is how it was secured in the bed of his truck. So if you can see this, you see the storage locker standing up, and there's a cord, but it's not really pretending the storage locker. It's pretending that the, the, the mesh fencing. You can see my hand I'm going like, man, what's going on here, right? <laughs> so yeah, Jimmy Jimmy is awesome. He's a great guy. I love him to death. And this is this is this is a more of an homage, and I'm, I'm laughing with you, Jimmy, not at you because it's it's a lot of fun. So uh, so let's quick little break. Of, we're get, <laughs> I know, right? So we're, we're gonna we're, uh, for part two. We will do uh, simple faulty or or M. So we'll we'll give my quotes and see if you can tell which one's which. So uh, before we get to that, we got a few more songs here for part one. Next up, we have a brand new song by a kick-ass band called Happy Daggers. This one's called Cellular Daylight. Dig this.
on that was happy daggers with uh, man <laughs> happy daggers with uh sell your daylight and the reason i'm kind of chuckling is because it, it's such a crazy song and man it reminded me of prince like like but you no know, like but purple rain prince like more stay in the time like, i mean that was great stuff i mean obviously not quite as funky but still a kick-ass tune and speaking of prince on that note it was funny because this was just over a month ago that, that m noticed because there's uh, uh, on uh, we walk up our block, you go about four houses up, and then there's a street that kind of splits the block up in two. So you walk down that street, and about three houses in on the right hand side, there is a little uh, I believe it's a little uh, uh, Nissan like uh, for our, <clears throat> but the license plate says Prince Mobile, and it's, and it's and it's pretty much airbrushed with Prince's face on it, and and the symbol that re- represents uh, uh, Prince as well. Nice. Nice. The so, symbol formerly known as Prince. Yeah, exactly. So it was awesome. I was like, "That's funny." Because like, oh, I never noticed that. Well, it's like, well, because usually when when Kim comes for walks, we either go straight up our uh, straight up our street, or we go to the park to walk around, right? Yeah. So that was just funny. Because oh, I never noticed. That. I was like, "Well, now you know." So there you have it. There's there's the Prince mobile. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
cool, man. There's definitely a Prince vibe in that track. There is also just a I'm having a lovely time and I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks vibe, which I really like. It's <laughs> very like, yeah, this is good. You know, it's one of those, the confidence in it, I guess I'm saying, is outstanding. Uh, but yeah, brilliant, brilliant track. I really, really like that. It just, I'm still dancing to it. It makes you happy. What oh, yeah. You want? 100% it does. So, man, next up, uh, we have uh, one of the four brand new grass cars songs that came out literally the tailwind of last year, beginning of this year. So, this one is called Sky Made Grass Cutter. Dig this.
Right on. That was a grass cutter and sky made. And man, these we played this song a few times before, and it's a great tune. They they did four songs that I think if they're not up now, will be in their band camp soon. But great tune, and I always love Dave's voice. And I discovered these guys. Thank you to Forgotten B. And the very first song I heard was called Angel's Truth. And man, my jaw dropped when I heard that song. I, I've never heard anything like that. That this just uh, the whole thing. It's just like this is like brand new, almost kind of certain style of music. And wow, they kick ass! And so excited to talk to them. And I've talked, I've talked to uh, to Dave uh, a few times, and he he was a co-host on NMS for a few times. And then there was a one night where we had the whole band on after a gig, which was awesome. Did we do one together? I'm sure me, you, and Dave did one. Yes, we did. And then B and I, B and I were the ones who interviewed them after, after a gig. Yeah. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. They were awesome guys, and good to talk to you. And Dave's been on Twitter on and off lately. And uh, last I talked to me, he uh, talked to me from his personal uh, Twitter, which is Spinplane. Mm. Because for some reason, they get a new phone. He can't get into the Grass Cutter uh, Twitter account for some reason. So I've been talking. To, I've been talking. To, I've been talking to him through email and Spinplane. So. I remember this. I remember saying, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's probably just forgotten the password. He's got a new phone, so he forgot the password. And he messaged me and went, Yes, spot on. That's exactly what's happened. But you gotta love Dave. Dave has got just got that dry humor, you know. He's he's, he's like he's like that that the 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 comedian Stephen Wright, you know, just kind of dry but super funny. He is right. He's absolutely hilarious. I, I love him to bits. I think he's brilliant. I think that's a brilliant tune, by the way. And they're a brilliant band. And also uh, introduced by the brilliant Forgotten Bee, who um, I also said I'd give a shout out to next time I was on there. Um, because uh, Bee, not only did she, um, we've got uh, like a one, you can pre order one in five t shirts to support her, um, you know, finishing the last bit of the album off. And then um, not only did she pre order one, she said, Oh, do you do vest tops? And I said, I haven't got a clue. I'll go and ask the t shirt company. And they went, Yeah, yeah, we do. So we've ended up with this range of vest tops that I never even thought about because I'm a bloke and we don't really know stuff. Oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> but, um, but it's great because, you know, I think uh, at one point last week, just over a third of the ones we'd uh, sold on this pre order were vest tops. I was like, Thank you, Pete. That's fucking brilliant because, you know, these people might not have even bothered if, if we didn't have something. So uh, that, that was very cool. But um, yeah, cool. she's a proper legend. And uh, yes, yes. you are interested in. Um, in, in the one in five pre order, I'll post a link, but uh, you Me- could look as cool as Forgotten Beef with a, with a one in five t shirts. How good is that? That's awesome. And speaking of which, you, you need to put uh, <clears throat> a, a, a tank a tank in it and a regular t shirt away for, for Em and I when I come down. And then uh, I've, already, no, I've already got that. Oh, I've got you that sorted. And I just messaged Mike the other day, Mike Trudgeon, so I'll, uh, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm, I know they have the vinyls for sure, but they, uh, <clears throat> they'll see they have extra large. I think they do. So. Oh, nice, so, nice. So that should happen next next two weeks. Should be able to meet up with him because when he's not busy. But uh, I'll pick that up because I'll bring that down with me. So I'll bring your copy at the with a Fox vinyl and a, and a t shirt. Mate, we're gonna have so much fun when you come down. Oh my god, man! I, <laughs> we, we can't we can't wait, you know. And and like when we're talking about it, so pretty soon we're gonna start documenting it. You know what I mean? Like doing Instagram, Instagram vids on that music Saturday uh, stuff just for fun, just like little short vids, and not they're not all gonna be all boring like. Well, it's 29 days. And we're super excited. Blah blah. You know, it's gonna it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be you know, like kind of build up to a, a slow build, but a, a decent build. Not kind of like 
boring stuff. I mean, we're just doing this for fun, not for like, oh, hey, guess what? I got 30 views. Ha, yes. I mean, not, well, you know what I mean? Not that the views are appreciated, but the same way too is like all the stuff we do for NMS, all the videos, this stuff is just to more or less inform people. We get a lot of likes and views. That's awesome. And it's very much appreciated, you know, but I'm, I'm not going for, not, not going for like, I got to have this many views or whatever. I'm doing this for fun and because I enjoy it. This is a this is this is a labor of love. This is not uh, for uh, um, uh, popularity or notoriety. Even though we've gotten both and, and, and in the past little while, which is amazing, it's still like I said, it's very very much appreciated, and I can't thank everybody enough. But at the it's end of the day, it's quite incredible. Like you know, someone recently um, uh, said, "Oh, you should." Uh, you should try listening to um, to these guys, and they sort of tag me in it. Yeah, it's a bit like John Peel. That's about the third or fourth time I've heard that in the last couple of years since we started doing this. I'm like, that is, I mean, that is unbelievable. Like John Peel was just, you, you can't even, you you never say that yourself. So I mean, it's right. Out, but that's cool, but it's it, it's not even that. It's just the fact that, like you say, it doesn't really kind of care how many likes or retweets or whatever. That's all part, you know. I started using Twitter more because it's easier to rank. I can be opinionated and right. people don't care. But, um, but it's quite nice because you kind of get uh, more out of it. But, you know, it's not about that. It's just about the fact that we sit here and if no one listened to this, you and I, and I guess Evan Kate and the cats and dogs between us, <laughs> listen to some great music. And who gives a shit if no one else cares? But it's great that everyone else listens to it as well. So, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Everything we have, like I said, everything we have, we we appreciate more than you could ever know, and literally like much love from the Barber Hearts because it's amazing. Uh, we love the fact that people love the stuff and love and appreciate what we love doing the most. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, On that note, uh, just got this through. We mentioned Hands of Blue earlier. Yes. Right. Yeah, how's it going, Robert? And they said, "Oh, you're just trying to get motivated to record." I was like, yeah, cool. Uh, you know, I'm having a good time as well. When are you recording? And uh, messaged me back and said, yeah, probably start the vocal warm-ups after part one of NMS. So how good is that? They're getting awesome. motivated to record by listening to us. That's and amazing. Them, that's great. <laughs> Thank you so much. And if you did, if you saw Gina's tweet, it, was, it sounds like it should be like on a nice sub-pop label. Like, that's awesome. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be a great tune. Oh, cool. yeah. So next up, we've got about four songs left for part one, and next up is a band I believe we tried to get to last week, but we didn't. It's a band called We Three Kings, and the song's called Do It. You know, you ever see a, a Starsky Nights remake with Old Wilson and, and, and uh, what's his name? Uh, help me out, Em. Um, uh, what's, what's his name? Um, I can picture his face. Like, oh. Old Wilson... Owen Wilson and who was who the guy who was... Who's, who's, he's in Zoolander, too. Exactly. He's in Zoolander. He was in Meet the Parents. Oh, 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 yeah. oh. Uh, Gabriel Hawker. Yeah, well, not, like, not, no, not in his movie name, his actual name. He's, because, like, mega famous as well. Yeah, well, because his father was was, a, was, a, was George's father on Seinfeld, right? Yeah, but... Yeah. Ben Stiller. Oh, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller, that's yes. like one of the most famous actors around at the moment. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but I tell you what, you you just named two brilliant films that he did. Zoolander in particular is yeah. so underrated. <laughs> it is. It so is, though. 
It's just the best. Like, I don't care about half the shit that, that guy's done, but Zoolander is incredible, and I love it. <laughs> Man, just just a quick side note that not really do with music, but this was funny as hell. And when I believe it was the first Mission Impossible came out, Ben Stiller mocked uh, Tom Cruise. They were both in the MVP Music Awards and Movie Awards. And you know, Tom Cruise started laughing, and Ben Stiller started laughing exactly like him. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny, man. He did such a good job, like such a good impression. But, you know, even though Tom Cruise got a little nuts here and there, no, he looked like he was having a good time. Like he was like actually digging the fact that Ben Stiller actually did such a good job imitating him. Mate, I tell you what, right? Two things about Tom Cruise. One is that Mission Impossible Two is still one of the best films ever made, um, directed by John Woo, which is yeah, it's bound to make it good anyway. But secondly, we watched Cocktail. I think it was last night or the night before. Again, oh. um, I say we. I watched the last twenty minutes. He's done some really good stuff. Cocktail's a good film, man. He's done some pretty well, decent well, stuff. It's, it's not that good. It, just because Elizabeth Shue is hot, that's why. Come on now. What well, is that? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I'm not very good. I'm not very good with that. So you know, so I was like, oh, is that the one that's in that? Um, you know, nobody puts baby in the corner. And Kate was like, no, that's just another girl actor that looks a bit <laughs> like her. I was like, all right, okay, I don't know, but apparently Elizabeth Shue is this massive. I don't remember. Well, but then I didn't know. Who Tom Hanks was for many, many. I was at university when someone showed me three Tom Hanks films on the bounce to explain that it was the same actor. I was like, I get so into the character, I okay. forget who the actor is. Well, because so I didn't realize uh, he was the same guy in Catch Me If You Can as it was in Forrest Gump or whatever. But yeah, um, well, yeah so I, I'm crap at that. But I learned yesterday who Elizabeth Shue was. Well, because um, she also she also did Adventures in Babysitting, which was funny too. That's the film that Kate made the reference to that made me understand who she was because I love yeah. that film. Well, same here. That that's that's one that's one movie growing up we watch a lot of, like we've seen it like millions of times and I watched it again for the first uh time in probably like years with uh, a, a very good friend, uh, in some ways like a surrogate grandmother, like uh, uh my friend Cecilia who I've talked about a few times. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, so, yeah. so Cecilia and I watched that together and, and it was funny because I kinda reintroduced her to all the eighties movies that she heard about but had never seen or had seen but <laughs> in a long time. So we went through quite a few. I mean, there was loads. Like the, the, these movies were great for cheesy, for cheesy uh, um, comedies, right? So we watched that, and it's like, you know what? I grew up watching this, you know, and I could pretty much quote it line for line, you know. And just the, the, the always the first thing that pops in my head. It's a little vulgar, but when they're on the metro, and he, he's, 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 he's like, "Don't fuck with a bullet to hell." And he puts the knife in his foot, and she grabs the knife out his foot. And he's like, huh, "Don't fuck with a babysitter." <laughs> <laughs> so, and then they back up like oh whoa whoa like, you know, like, so. mate do you know what else is another good film from that era is uh, Three Men and the Baby with um, Tom Selleck and Steve, Steve Gutenberg yeah and uh, what's the other guy who's in Cheers oh, and all that oh, um, Tom Selleck yeah. Steve Gutenberg and who's the third in Three Men and the Baby oh, I can't remember his name, but I know. But anyway, that, that is a great film as well. But yeah, the whole load of stuff in that sort of era. Which, to be honest, I mean, I was born in 1985. Oh, 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 Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, you. Have everybody heard that? That 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 is my that is my other partner in crime and love my life, Kim, who who just said I'm on fire tonight because she gave you clues and. And it's funny because we were talking about this earlier, literally talking about this uh, off air before the show even started. 
and Kim and I were talking, and we if we, if we can't remember something, we bounce ideas off each other super quick, and then we come up with a with a quick very quickly, right? So the same thing. She goes, he plays a wise guy. He's like wise guy. He's like, oh, here's a bartender. Cheers. Oh, Sam, Sam Lono, Ted Danson. Oh wait, that's it. That's it. Do um, have you have you worked out the guy from Pond of Mud? We worked out off air. It was Wes or Wesley something. Wes, no, it's definitely Wesley, but I've not thought of the last name yet. Actually, I forgot about that for a few minutes. I was hoping to kind of just pop into my head. So you know what? Let's stop yeah. yapping and get some more great tunes. So next up, like I said, is a is a song. I'm pretty sure we did not get to last week. And we have about five or six we can get to because of time constraints, that sort of thing. So this week we do not have those. So next up is a band called We Three Kings. And like we initially started, we got a long sidetrack. There's more than 20 degrees of separation because it comes back to the, the remake of Starsky and Hutch with Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. But when they're hyped up at Coke, like, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> and that's the name of the song is Do It. So here we go with We Three, Three Kings and Do It. <laughs> Do it. 
Right on. That was We Three Kings with Do It, which had a super long sidetrack just to come back to a certain point, but no, <laughs> sure as God wears sandals, we did it. <laughs> you got there in the end. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a great tune, and man, very rocking, and they reminded me of uh, of the Aussie band uh, Jet. Oh, love Jet. So... I mean, a very powerful vocals, really heavy, strong riffs, man. They just, they just, boom, they rocked out right in your face, and they were kind of up front, like, you know what, we're heavy, and we're here to fucking rock and roll. I absolutely love Jet. Um, just a sidetrack side, and I will come back to this track, but um, there's, uh, <clears throat> I can't remember what the line is. There's, there's a little sort of, the album, uh, Get Born, which I think was their first album, had loads of little bits where they'd sort of kept the mic on while they were recording. Um, and there's a line right at the beginning of, of the first track. I cannot remember what it is. It's really going to annoy me. I'll, I'll look it up probably. But um, it, it just it inspired... Um, we did the same thing when we recorded our last EP. It just left the... Well, our, both of our EPs, actually. We left the mic on. And I think on the first EP, there's a, a door shutting somewhere that came from that tune to fit into a tune. On the last one, there's right at the beginning, there's Jay going... Um, I don't know if that's on the first one. Right, it's Jay going, uh, do you want sugar with that? And it's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just... We're inspired by that idea of, of letting people into that... that that, that thing where you're recording by just leaving it on and just if something comes up that kind of you know obviously there's loads of random shit that you don't include but sometimes you go oh yeah that's quite good maybe we'll sit that on a song <laughs> so, I got yeah. that. but um, yeah these guys uh, definitely get the, the jet thing I think really powerful vocal great guitars in that just a really really cool tune man I, I really I really like that I think it's proper solid right on man well next up we have another brand new Side Night Sunday and this was a bonus a song on their album the song's called The Hatch Dig this.
right on. That was Cyanide Sunday with The Hatch, which is a bonus track on their album. If you buy off iTunes or their Bandcamp or Spotify. So it's an awesome tune. Very heavy, like Cyanide Sunday is. And such a great tune. And what a nice. that was a great idea for a bonus track because that's an awesome tune. So totally dug that idea. I love that. What's your favorite bonus track, Bonesy? Oh, man. Um, hmm. Because I'm kind of like, mine is, mine is a bit of a clacking, but I like Endless Nameless on Nirvana's Nevermind. That's always been my favorite bonus track. Only compared, competed with slightly by, um, is it All By Myself on Dickie by Green Day? Yes, 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 it is. Yeah, so um, between those two for me. I would say uh, one of them would be uh, on Follow the Leader. Burns oh, yeah. And uh, um, I, I, I don't remember the name of the track, but it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, I'm not even sure if they put the name of the track actually on the album, to be honest with you. No, they might not have, but I know exactly the track you mean. It's brilliant. But there, there's, there's that one, and... I'm trying to, I'm trying to kind of run certain elements from my head, think of where they've kind of gone on extra besides, like, obviously, never mind. And uh, I don't really think Mars Vault ever did, nor did it at the drive-in. Um, Incubus, they, they, they kind of did, because uh, on on their, their album Science, which is their, their first full length, uh, and... Uh, um, at the very end, uh, um, it kind of stopped. No, the song was done, and then uh, um, all I hear is like, "Gavin, what the fuck? Please, fucking, be careful when you're recording." Oh, I'm sorry, dude. I think I dropped it because they're they're viewing as well because there's a DVD to go with it, as right as well, right? Yeah. So there, there's a couple a couple of blips there, but um, other than that, I, that's they didn't really have an extra song. They just kind of just kind of replaced some of the stuff and kind of trailed off. But, uh, um, yeah, the only one I can think of off the top of my head right now, for now, is Korn at the end of Fall Leader. And never, and obviously, never mind. So I'm sure there are others I just kind of have to kind of maybe think about for a few minutes because I know there's, there's more than a few that uh, that you don't think about. So Yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the thing, isn't it? These little hidden gems. I was just looking that up because uh, I couldn't remember the name of that. And the, the name of the hidden track on Follow the Leader is called Earache My Eye. Um, well, yeah, yes. No, no they, they, they do that. They do that copy of Cheech and Chong song. But you know what? Maybe it's because it's track 25, the track, the last track on, on uh, Follow the Leader. Because you know how they started song 13? Yeah, yeah. So it would be the last track. So that's where my confusion lay. Is the last track on Fall Leader, so track twenty five, with with a lot of uh, bagpipe, you know, and and uh, but yeah, Eric, my eye was oh, um, which is I have it in front of me now. Hang on, it was my gift to no, oh, I don't know. Hang on, I'll look it back up again no, in a minute. No, I just man. I just got rid of it. But yeah, Eric, my eye was the the hidden hidden track. Yeah, I mean, that's the Trump song, yeah. There. And uh, the song we were, th- we were thinking of is My Gift to You. My Gift to You? Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, cool. So, yeah, Be Eric My Eye, which was redone by Cheech and Chong, you know. My mother talking yeah. to me, trying to tell me how to live. You know, do 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 do
And you know what the thing is? Uh, when I, I've, I've seen corn about six times. I'm not kidding. So pretty much from the beginning all the way up to um, uh, not not issues, uh, but uh, um, the one down right after it. I'll, I'll remember in a minute. Anyways, point being is I saw them quite a few times. And they 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 had, they they played Eric My Eye live. It was awesome. Mate, I really I've never seen Corn live. Was it Untouchables? Was the one after, wasn't it? Untouchables, yes, um, yeah, that's right. Probably the last album I heard by them. To be fair, I don't. Well, I sure, I, I have I've not spit since, but I haven't actually yet listened to it. To be honest. But um, but yeah, I just I thought they were a brilliant band. I thought they were absolutely fantastic. But I never got the chance to see them live yet. Well, They're still playing. I see them, so you never know. Yeah, no, that's true. I think it's, I, I do, I do have uh, a live, well, not really live, but kind of a new songs and I think some remixes, and it came out, I think it was 2002, called Take a Look in the Mirror. Oh, yeah, okay. So that that's that's one of the last albums I actually listened to in full by them, but I mean, I prefer the obviously the older albums. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a... Uh, Man, they put on a fantastic show. Always, 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 yeah. always. And uh, you, you never know what to expect from, them, expect from them. And when they did that song, that was amazing. It was like, awesome. They're playing the cover. That's amazing. So... They first four albums. Because it was Corn. Uh, was it Life is Peachy was the second one. Follow yes. the leader. Yes. Yeah. So, self-titled Life is Peachy. Um, Fall leader, Issues, Untouchables. Then Take a Look in the Mirror was the sixth one. And then okay. I, I think they did like a best of either in between or after that. But Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, I remember Untouchables and I remember the single, but I can't remember anything else. But it was really Issues was the, the last, you know, the last bit for me just at the turn of the century. But it was, they were all brilliant albums. Those first four were so complete. I mean, even the first album, which was kind of like, not great quality in the recording, but it had tracks Still. like Blind on it that were amazing. And then obviously someone picked up on that and went, oh my God, this is cool. And, and gave them some money to go and record Life is Peaches in front of the leader. It's just like, <laughs> oh, this is insane. Issues was just, I mean, I used to, I had one of those hi-fi systems with the CD player and the five track CD things that you could, you know, I spent all my pocket money or Christmas money or whatever on it one year um, when I was kind of on the have but that was you could set an alarm you could set what track on which CD woke you up and there was a track on I think it was on issues called Wake Up and it was yeah, just yeah. It, and that was a great way to wake yeah. up every morning when you you know that that that's one that goes it goes that's one that has said what are we fighting for you are my <laughs> brothers each one I would die for yeah yeah, that's yeah, that exactly. song, and then like, don't don't the high pitch. Oh yeah, that just heavy. Like, but he starts yeah. off saying literally like, "Wake the fuck up!" But super super loud, like and just super heavy. Like you know, it's like their 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 lowies are just drop way below a low a D. You know, so oh man, it's insane. But yeah, it's so good. But I used to literally wake up to the track. Oh man, I I, I, I wake I wake up to Slipknot almost every morning. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 and, and, and you know, nightmares about it as well. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so next up, let's get let's get back to the music. We just 
This before we did. There is no time limit tonight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we will keep having these conversations. And if you keep listening, great. And if you don't, you skip forward a bit if you listen on the replay, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> What might, what might said. So next band we have up is courtesy of Emma Scott and Plug In Baby. This is a band called Dig Lazarus. The song's called Joker. <laughs> no pun intended. Dig this.
Right on. Dig Lazarus with Joker. Thank you to Emma Scott and Plug In Baby. And man, that was a kick-ass song. And that riff was was just uh, uh, a classic kind of blues rock riff. But man, it worked so well. I love the vocals. I just this song really did rock out, and it was very tripped out. It was a good. It was a good. Uh, we'll call it rock trip song. You know, rock and roll mixed with tripped out stuff. But it was great. I really enjoyed this. So, uh, big shout out to Dig Lazarus, the Joker. Yeah, that's probably cool. It reminded me of Freedom Fuel, um, actually. Nice. Uh, yeah. That kind of vibe. Um, proper, like, I guess it's that post-grunge, riffy, rock and roll. I think I just tweeted something like, it's mud honey with more balls. <laughs> so, I mean, it's that kind of thing, which I really love. Um, I'll give a shout-out to uh, Devious, or Dr. Devious, who is the uh, drummer in Stolen Dead Music, who we're going to play in a minute, actually, aren't we? But uh, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's saying, um, in terms of bonus and hidden tracks, Endless Nameless is great, which I agree, that's what I was saying about um, Nirvana. So is Gallons of Rubbing Alcohol Flowing Through the Strip, which I forgot all about. That's <laughs> the hidden track on Inutro, which is amazing. And he said there was a cover of... Um, Darling Nikki by Foo Fighters and their Baker Street single that was awesome. So I don't think I've heard that, but I definitely want to check that out. And then he says, Corn were good until issues, and after that, just no, which I probably agree with, although I kind <laughs> of remember liking that Untouchables album, but I haven't heard anything since I couldn't really comment. But yeah, thank you for uh, for listening, and obviously, we're, we're playing your track in a minute, actually. <laughs> so, uh, so all good. Um, there's a high low of just also said, um, Do you remember Ash's bonus track on 1977? I don't. So, Send it to me. I'll play. It. I don't know if you remember that, do you? No, and that seems like look at that. I, like, I don't remember that either. I really don't. And no, I, I feel like I should, but I, I honestly don't. No, I don't. But if someone wants to send the link or whatever, I'll have a look on Spotify. But I definitely check it out. But yeah, we should do a whole. So, okay, oh, um, hidden track. Send it in. You know. Sorry, before we get speaking of high low, um, Steve and I have messaging back and forth. So, um, I was talking to him about interview and possible chances of possibly getting him for on for an NMS. So oh, yeah, it might right. be possible. It might be just him. It might be just Steve. But if not, we might, if uh, if we can do it too, we can do an FNR and then yeah. and interview them that way as well. Because uh, last time we interviewed them, which is a number of years ago now, but they were great fun. And the these these guys are, are the, 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 the new age pioneers of, of like fuzz rock. Yeah, totally. So, and they were great guys. And at the time, this has got to be at least, I'm going to say, six years ago. Now, at the time, like, I think it was Steve that uh, had just had uh, uh, child number two, you know? So, yeah. uh, the house, the house is buzzing with new life and everything else. So, like, he's, like, on cloud nine, the whole thing, right? So, Mate, why do you think it's taken two years to record now? <laughs> I know exactly how they feel. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we're, we are going to finish up part one with a band that was uh, given to us and introduced to us uh, via uh, um, Chris Bowen from Streamlight Records. This is a band called... Oh, man, these guys are awesome. So just uh, we'll, we'll give you a slow build up, but wait, wait for it. Wait for wait it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Here wait we go with Stolen Dead Music, and the song's called Penny to Drop. Dig this. Under the plastic and the styrofoam Revolution on your own Hiding when there's no one looking for you Behind the backdrops and the backwaters There's only room for the underdog 
Dead music with penny drop, courtesy of Scream Light Records. It's a cool little three-song EP. Uh, very tripped out and uh, no kind of heavier rock and roll. And then yeah, yeah, it just it just kind of kind of kind of grabs you the right way. Kind of and almost almost a bit you no know, a bit of it sounds like like uh, like like the, the Smiths. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's a cool track. I like that. It, um, Actually, it's interesting you say this, Smiths, because I was kind of going more um, vocally. It reminded me a bit, somewhere between The Cure and The Damned, which might sound like a weird right <laughs> combination, yeah. I think, about it out loud. But, uh, but yeah, kind of uh, solemn, I suppose, is where I'm going with that. But, uh, but The Smiths, obviously, 
he's always sat back in the middle of that if you think about it in terms of musical history but um, yeah absolutely brilliant track that I really really enjoyed that I've just uh, I'm probably now giving a shout out to the wrong person so the, the, the person tweeting us isn't from that band but anyway yeah. sorry about that thank yeah. you for, uh, for tweeting in but that's a cool team I really really love that that's uh, so weird cool. well I, I no I apologise because the way it came up my Dropbox that's, that's the way it came up Oh, okay. Well, maybe, so, <laughs> maybe we'll well, play someone else's brand. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's a cool tune, whatever. We'll so, sort that no, out. I, I, do, I do apologize, and we will play a Stolen Dead music song, so I do apologize for that. And uh, we're going to take a quick little break here. We'll be back with uh, part two in about five, ten minutes. Until then, bones out. Nice choice of podcast. You obviously know a good thing when it presents itself to you. So, let me just tell you that you can now get new, ultimate, cheesy garlic bread from Subway. Your go-to sub smothered between garlicky, melted mozzarella and cheddar goodness. With your exceptional choice-making skills, we know we'll see you soon. Find your nearest store at Subway.com and seize the cheese. Subway, make it what you want. Prices and participation may vary. See in store for details. Life's just so busy. We all deserve a little me time. Escape the stress and relax with your favourite podcast or maybe try some yoga. However you spend your me time, enjoy it with the refreshing taste of fused tea. If I could save time in a bottle. Fused tea is a delicious fusion of fruit, botanicals and tea that's low in calories. Serve yourself a little me time with Fused Tea.